Hello, welcome to the Energy Report with me, your host, Rebecca Conran, on the New Story Podcast. Um, Mars just went into Aries yesterday as I'm recording this, so I have already been, um, I've heard since about 7 a.m. this morning, just people screaming at one another, fighting. So we're already feeling that action, aggression, energy coming in. Um, we want to be watchful, mindful around it. You know, it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of projection going on. Um, and, uh, yeah, so just, it can be pretty intense and we've got six months of it. So let's, um, try to be as, um, conscious as we can to not get caught up in, you know, like screaming matches and things that are maybe not helpful. Maybe we need to sit and think about what we need to say beforehand and try to diffuse some of this really uh, aggressive energy that is available. However, sometimes you need a little bit of that aggression. You need to just say no to somebody um, and, and, and have the guts to say what you need to say, behave the way you need to behave, but we just want to watch that we're tempering those extremes. Alrighty, so um, this is the energy report for June 29th to July 5th. The theme that I've chosen this week is unconditional love is the master I serve. Unconditional love is the master that I serve. The tarot card is the knight of pentacles. So the positive side of this card is about hard work and dedication. You know, this knight is willing to face the facts and accept reality and just has the stamina to complete the tasks ahead. So this could be great energy this week for you staying true to your convictions and to work to complete any projects or experiences that you've already started that need your attention. The shadow side of this card is also present, though. This this night can be really obstinate, super demanding, like my way or the highway, rather than truly looking for win-win solutions. Um, this energy can also mark that there's a lot of pessimism present, the glass is half empty. You know, we must not forget that just because a dream has not been made a reality yet, it doesn't mean that dream is worthless, right? Like most things that we dream up, like, you know, we have to spend quite a long period of time holding the dream and waiting for it to be made manifest before it actually is. So we need to be really patient that you know, just because something hasn't been made manifest yet, you know, it doesn't mean that it never will be. We want to watch this week for working ourselves to the point of exhaustion, especially if we have challenges with perfectionism. Um, that that the, Those are some of the shadow sides of this card. We want to watch for being too stubborn about your own ideas that you only end up meeting resistant in a, resistance in other people. Um, if you're only meeting resistance in other people, you probably need to soften a little bit and not push so hard, um, open more and need to open and be receptive can be, uh, part of the solution for that. If we want others to be open, we need to be open ourselves. So this week, the tarot is asking us to listen to reason but also make room for our intuitive impulses. The intuition is not rational, but it can be trusted anyway. And just really watch that we are not, um, you know, overworking ourselves. 
the ritual I've chosen this week, with it being a full moon eclipse, this week my recommendation is a fire ceremony. You're going to write down all you want to release, all you want to be supported through. You're going to write down your intentions, your vulnerabilities, anything at all, personally or globally, that is troubling you, and ceremonially release it to spirit, the universe, for support. So take the time to handwrite a letter to your higher self. Let it all out, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Ask for help with your co-creations, and then burn it with fire. So this would also be a good time this week to work with fire in meditation. So you can visualize a violet flame in your mind's eye, or you could stare at a flickering flame during your meditation. Fire purifies, fire cleanses, fire is spirit in motion. So we're working a little bit with fire. Um, And again, ask for what you need. So the good news this week is this is the last week of Mercury Retrograde. Yay, Um, even though I actually haven't felt like that's been the hardest part of the last few weeks. Uh, There's been a lot of other energies that have been way more difficult to manage, I think, than the Mercury retrograde, which I think has been quite helpful. Um, And also this week, Saturn's going to go back home again, retrograding uh, to Capricorn, so which is a very cohesive energy uh, for Saturn. So I think that's going to be good for us, too. Um, So we're going to jump right in here. Monday, the 29th of June. The big ticket item today is Jupiter is going to conjunct Pluto and Capricorn. Jupiter conjunct Pluto and Capricorn. So that means they are going to sit on the same degree in the same sign. They are really working together to power one another up. So this is the second meetup in this Jupiter-Pluto series uh, this year, and there will be one more. And the final one will be mid-November, right in time for the election in America. These, this meeting between Jupiter and Pluto only happens every 13 years. So this is a, this is a you know, something that um, it's a PowerPoint of the moment. Absolutely anything is possible this year, as we've seen. Uh, expect the unexpected. But for all of my, you know, conscious co-creators out there, expect to have your expectations exceeded. Okay, um, something better is going to continue to drop in our lap. And, you know, when people talk about like, oh, everything is getting so bad, the world is getting so bad. um, I just don't think this is true. I think there are more humanitarians alive today through our evolution as humans than have ever existed. Um, There are more peaceful, loving human beings really living a life of love, and acceptance and care for their fellow man, I think, than ever before. We are absolutely becoming more our natural loving selves. Um, and, uh, but we will, we will always see those other kind of animalistic, um, instinctual patterns around us that, are, that have not evolved. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, we're really working with this, but I think this year we're really seeing some massive changes, massive changes globally in the way that we are, we are really evolving our mind and our perception. And, you know, this is karmically our destiny this year too, to, to really evolve our thoughts and, um, how we communicate and how we share information and 
just like the reality of the information, uh, the details of the present moment um, is becoming much more clear to all of us. So we've got this second meetup of a series of three between Jupiter and Pluto on Monday. Um, Jupiter is how we expand. It's what we believe in. It's our faith. Pluto is intensity. It wants to get to the bottom of it all. It strips everything back to the rawest elements. Um, and ultimately, it's transformation. The energy of Capricorn is um, authority, achievements, career. It likes to work. It likes to climb. You know, it likes to it likes to make uh, to to build things and to um, solidify achievements. Um, this year, every single human being on Earth had some element of their life stripped back. Uh, we're getting very clear as a collective on what works and what doesn't work in the way that we achieve. Right? Capitalism be damned. Humanitarianism is the modernization of the world today. Um, this energy is really helping us, this uh, Jupiter-Pluto conjunction. Many of us, though, have learned to serve society and cooperate with the world around us by silencing and stifling our intuitive impulses and natural personalities, or as some would say, their authentic self. So we've acted our parts superbly so well in fact that we may have deceived ourselves too we've turned ourselves into what the world told us it wanted to see but these were actually projections of pain not divinity and we don't feel comfortable living those lives where we're living for other people and our uh, we're not able to come out of the spiritual closet we do not need to fit a role we do not need to subordinate our lives to ambition, power, and greed. You do not need to be a good girl or boy. You do not need to be any of those things that you've habitually been told that you need to be. You don't need to be uh, anything other than what feels naturally good to you and fulfilling to you and what makes you naturally feel your most compassionate, loving self. So... Um, you know, we're learning to see that, like, people-pleasing is a form of manipulation, too. It's a form of lying and deception, and we're the ones that suffer from it when we, when we give in to it. We've got to be able to tell the truth of who we are, being vulnerable enough to share and to change ourselves. Um, so this conjunction... It's an opportunity to grow past the constrictive rules that were placed on you by society, by your parents, by whatever, by your school, and to embody who you actually are in an unapologetic way. So even if you find yourself doing Instagram in a formulaic way, asking yourself, why are you doing that? Why are you running your business in a way that you think you should be running it? you know, in your relationships, why are you doing what you think you should be doing instead of what feels natural, what feels right to you, right? So the, we're, we're understanding any kind of patterns that have been like activated through conditioning and we are becoming more um, empowered to be who we actually are. So on April 4th, Jupiter and Pluto first met. It was like right at the beginning uh, in America of when the pandemic was getting in full swing. What was the healing that was activated for you at that time? 
So the second meeting is going to bring some luck to this process. It's going to be the next stage of this process. So let yourself be stripped away of all that is not really you. You know, especially beliefs and values that were imposed on you that don't represent you. This energy is asking us to claim ourselves as the authority in our own life and to live and behave accordingly. Um, this is a really powerful energy for transformation. Be willing to transform. Be willing to get stripped away, uh, you know, to become really, really raw. And, um, you know, it's, it's hard. Of course, it's scary. And it hurts. It hurts. We feel pain as we become these vulnerable, stripped back um, uh, humans, you know, um, it, it's hard to, to think that you have the um, permission to be who you are. We have to face a lot of fears, you know, to, to be who we naturally are, to be our natural loving selves. Um, we got to face those fears. And that's what this is all about. And again, like one thing I like to say is like, you can either let go or you can be dragged, you know, so letting go is painful, but being dragged is way more painful. It's like you are prolonging the pain uh, as opposed to just letting yourself really sink into um, this, this, this chrysalis stage that you've got to go into. Um, so that is on Monday, big start to the week, Tuesday, the 30th, we've got the sun is conjunct mercury retrograding in cancer. So the sun, our collective identity working side by side with mercury, uh, retrograde, which is focused on mothering, nurturing, protecting, and caring. So this can be a day when things feel really illuminating. Perhaps Monday it was like really tense and, and intense, um, and emotional and, you know, Tuesday can be a day where things feel illuminated. So patterns that you've had in, in the way that you use language inwardly and outwardly, you know, the way that you have compassion or don't have compassion for yourself, you know, this is going to become clearer today. The sun can shine a light on some of the communication issues that you may have been experiencing also. So both at, can, feeling understood or misunderstood by other people, and also any victim scarcity fear mindsets that you've been holding on to. So this is a great energy for clearing up misunderstandings. If that's what you are seeking, you know, we have to really actively seek to uh, create peace and balance um, and to clear things up. We've got to be willing to be kind. We've got to be willing to care and be willing to see the divine seed in all humans, even if it's been buried pretty deep in the person that you might be having a difficult time with, including yourself. Um, but there is some good energy here for just like, you know, getting to the bottom of some of these patterns. And all week, really, we're really seeing karmic patterns coming up to um, be cleared out of each of us and in the world around us. Um, Wednesday, the 1st of July... Uh, Saturn is going to enter Capricorn retrograding. So we know about this energy because we just, we were through it all last year. Um, but Saturn then went retrograde. He was in Aquarius. He's been working his way backward through Aquarius. 
Uh, and he's returned home again, back to this energy of Capricorn, where he's going to stay until mid-December. So Saturn is our responsibi responsibilities, material world attainments, our professions and careers, our achievements, our connection to authority. Many people haven't really been feeling like they can move forward with their work, their profession, their career, because it's this inward process right now, but also because we're in a pandemic. Um, Saturn helps us by showing us our limitations and restrictions and organizing us with discipline so that we can facilitate doing what we need to do. So sometimes limitations are really good. Sometimes it's good to just have one piece of cake instead of the whole cake. You know, it might be a limitation, it might be a restriction, but ultimately like it, it might make us feel better if we, if we, uh, limit ourselves, Right. So, um, you know, these are the kinds of, this is the kind of energy that Saturn gives us. It just helps us to be more responsible to ourself. Um, Aquarius is the energy of the humanitarian, the maverick, and it likes freedom, which is why so many of our structures of authority have been getting blown apart recently, even if we're not literally seeing the structures blown apart, like definitely the perspective around them, definitely our understanding of them is being blown apart. So as we re-enter Capricorn now, Saturn can help us to rebuild and reconfigure new structures that can be built on these new perceptions and ingenious ideas that we've been cultivating to support all people. The highest aim of Capricorn is to build the spiritual into reality. And for me, what is spiritual is what spirituality really means is oneness, unity, balance, unconditional love, acceptance, and compassion. It is not... Um, being a Buddhist, it is not being a Hindu, it is not being um, not Kundalini yoga. It can it can be all of those things. Spirituality can be um, part of any path. Can be part of the Christian path. Can be part of the Muslim path. Um, but what truly is spiritual to me, my understanding of spirituality, uh, my connection to it as someone who. Um, prefers not to be limited to any kind of organized belief mindset to do with my spirituality. For me, spirituality is oneness, unity, balance, unconditional love, acceptance, and compassion. So these next few months are a great time to work towards building that spiritual into reality um, and, uh, and making those our goals. So those goals, our goals, uh, we can, we've got some energy here coming up to work towards our goals. And that might be your personal career goals, your personal, you know, material life attainment goals. But those goals are only going to be successful if they also encompass the authentic self, who you really are, and um, your, your connection to spirituality. So on Thursday, the 2nd of uh, July, Today, the moon, it's going to be in fiery Sagittarius. It's active in the skies. It's making a couple of like connections to, it's making a lot of connections. But I think the most important connection it's going to make um, over today, Thursday, and before it goes into um, Capricorn tomorrow, Friday, is that it's going to connect with the south node also in Sagittarius. The moon shows us our habits and patterns and the, and the feelings that come along with them. The south node is what we're being asked to karmically release. 
And I think a lot of the global restlessness, especially with those growing tired of the pandemic, really has to do with this south node placement. So Sagittarius has a habit of running away from problems, and it can be like a dog with a bone when it comes to being right. Um, uh, like, that's, I, my truth is the right truth. Um, that's a very uh, shadow side Sagittarian quality. Um, the south node represents our current collective personality and patterns, those comfortable old sneakers that we're wearing, but we probably need to consider th finally throwing them away because they really fucking stink, and we really can't pretend that they're absolutely not gross anymore. We've all had that pair of shoes that we've been holding on to and holding on to. Well, guess what? It's time to throw those fucking shoes away. <laughs> okay, so that's what the south node represents. The patterns that are really comfortable, really attached to, but they are fucking gross, and we've got to fucking evolve them. Yes, moo cat. I'm saying a lot of the F word. Um, so what do we do about this energy then? This, like, you know, running away from our problems and, like, just needing to be right and having a hard time shifting old patterns. Well, we really need to listen. We have to listen and be curious and listen to hear instead of listening to respond, right? We all know when we're listening to somebody in a discussion and we're just waiting to chime in with what we think. This is not real listening. We want to listen to actually understand the world around us more deeply. We want to take the time to communicate clearly. We want to be willing to face the details of our experiences and accepting that other people's truths are true for them too. Like we have to see the higher truth that encompasses all of the truths that are being experienced by humans. When I was first uh, beginning my holistic wellness path, I used to think that everybody needed to do the things that I did to attain spiritual truth for themselves. But the last 10 years taught me that someone else can reach the same truths via vastly different paths. You know, we're all divine seeds. And if we can come from a place of seeing the divine in all of us, then perhaps all of us can rise to that vision. So, um, you know, one thing that I think I might have already said is just being willing to be kind over being right this week. You know, um, looking for win-win solutions. Like we don't want, we don't need to look for a solution that disempowers another human being or may takes away their dignity or their rights. Um, so it can be hard because passions are flaring. Passions are flaring. And um, when you're sick and tired of the bullshit, of course, there's going to be that energy of like, well, just fuck you. And I don't give a shit what happens to you. But like we're needing to really connect with um, like a deeper level of compassion and, and understanding at this time. Um, so on Thursday, the 2nd of July, really going to be feeling some of those, you know, karmic patterns releasing. And all, all week, really, this is, this is such a deep week for that. Um, because here we are, Friday to Sunday, the 3rd through the 5th, we've got this lunar eclipse full moon happening um, the, the, uh, at Capricorn in Capricorn. Um, so, um, hang on one second. I just lost my place. Again, the moon, our inner persona, our feelings this week, it's all about the moon. 
Um, it's going to enter Capricorn on Friday night, Pacific Standard Time, and the lunar eclipse is going to follow uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning, Eastern Time, very early. But we, we're going to be feeling the build to this full moon all week. We're feeling like some really deep shifts. The moon is super personal to us. It really activates all of those like hidden patterns and things like that. So this week is a very, um, you know, can maybe feel a bit touchy. Full moons always oppose the position of the sun. So the sun is in the sign of the mother. You know, um, the sun is actually in the sign of the moon, which is cancer. And it's asking us to claim caring and divine nurturing as our collective identity. Uh, the full moon is going to be in the sign of the father or Capricorn. And this can be a great combination for having a detached interdependent point of view with everything that's going on. Um, within your body and soul are memories of every tiny shard of stardust that you are. There, there are energetic threads from other worlds, other lifetimes, from your entire earthly lineage of ancestors. It's up to us to evolve ourselves and to choose which of those energetic threads will be continued and which will be rendered useless to the growth of humanity. So all of us carry both the poison and the medicine that humanity needs. So with this full moon, this eclipse, you know, surprising events are going to be popping up. Are you consciously choosing for yourself? Are you the authority in your life? What is the master that you serve? Do you only serve yourself? Do you only serve pleasure, refusing to work through your lesser desirable feelings and vulnerabilities? Do you refuse to commit to the work it takes to have healthy, loving relationships? Are you unwilling to love your enemy or anyone regardless of this experience that you have with them? We must be willing to think new thoughts, speak new words, act new ways to activate new healthy patterns in our lives and to release the karma of the past. Your own connection and presence to life moment to moment, your own connection and presence to life moment to moment is the change that our collective needs. And this is really going to be highlighted with this full moon. So we've got a big week ahead of us, um, but we've had lots of big weeks. So here we are just continuing on our path. I want to thank all of the monthly energy report supporters and patrons who help to support the availability of this information in these formats. Special thanks this week to Rachel for becoming our newest Patreon patron and to Freddie and Amy for your generous Venmo support. I really appreciate you. Um, if you find yourself upstate New York, my studio uh, and shop is open, Yin in Mountaindale, New York. I am doing in-person um uh, uh, energy sessions, they are at the full price. Um, they are not uh, sliding scale sessions, but I do do sliding scale sessions for uh, return clients uh, that um, want to work with me remotely. And if you're a new client, um, I offer $50 off your first session right now with the code new client. 
Um, and I look forward to um, connecting with you guys. And um, I hope that you are doing well. I'm sending you lots of love. Um, you know, continue to just really break apart any any energy in you that is um, not the true you, not the true you. And you know what that is. And you're learning more deeply how to spot um, those subtle ways that you might, um, you know, stifle the true you. So keep going with it. Be willing to get really raw, really vulnerable, really stripped back. Um, you are really rebirthing yourself. And it's beautiful and it's wonderful. And if you need support, ask for it. Work with a practitioner. Work with spirit. You know, actively ask spirit to support you. All right. Sending you love.